Hello, and welcome back to the Performance Cycling Podcast. I'm Todd Norwood here with my host, Jason Hammond, for a Prem Lap. Hey, Todd. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you today, Jason? Doing pretty good. What's on deck? So today we're going to talk about an interesting study on dynamic stretching. And I guess to cover the bases, you, I mean, I know you know this because you're a physical therapist, but potentially for our audience, I think it's been sort of universally accepted that static stretching before events is a net negative. It, it decreases your peak muscle torque, it decreases your vertical jump height, it decreases your muscular endurance, it decreases your sprint speed. And although previously, as in, in the 80s, they recommended doing stretching before working out as a way to improve your flexibility, it's been shown since that static stretching is not a good idea. And people have then turned to researching dynamic stretching. So as of um, the early 2000s, 2007, 2008, there have been a lot of studies on dynamic stretching. And it shows that dynamic stretching does, it does increase flexibility in the same way as static stretching, but it doesn't decrease the explosive power production in the form of a vertical jump. And it can also increase your anaerobic endurance, such as repeated sprints it improves your muscle function. So there is this argument for, should we be doing dynamic stretching before working out? And I think the answer is probably yes. And that's not what this study is on. What this study is on is how long should we be doing dynamic stretching in order to get the most benefit? So they took 26 college-aged healthy males, so non-collegiate athletes, none of them were NCAA athletes, but they were just normal recreational active participants. And they did a baseline vertical jump. They did a baseline one rep max for incline leg press. That's the uh, machine where you kick the weights upwards with your legs. And they also measured their, um, their baseline flexibility. And they were split into three groups. Each group was uh, required to do a five minute jog at the beginning. And then the, the study changed. One group did six minutes of dynamic stretching. The next group did 12 minutes of dynamic stretching. And the third group did 12 minutes of resting. They just sat there after the jog. And the dynamic stretching was a series of exercises, which I'm going to go through. And the list is a little bit long, so bear with me. But they did walking knee to chest, walking foot to butt. That's the quad stretch, the dynamic quad stretch. They did walking leg cradle, which is a hip external rotation. And you bring the leg up sort of bring your foot to the midline. And they did hip rotations. That's where um, you stand and swing your hip in circles, clockwise and counterclockwise, uh, your knee in, in circles. And they did straight leg march, which also can go by toy soldiers or Frankensteins. They did forward lunge with the chest up. They did forward, forward lunge with elbow to floor, which uh, I think was, has also been referred to as runner stretch. They did lateral lunge, that's lunging to the side in both directions. And then at the end, they did high knee run, they did running butt kicks, and they did knee skips. And so the six-minute group did maybe three or four reps of each of these, and the 12-minute group did eight reps of each of these. And looking at the results, they showed that the shorter dynamic stretching, they had significantly higher flexibility than the control group, and the longer dynamic stretching actually didn't have higher flexibility than the control group. So there is this sort of Goldilocks in between doing too much dynamic stretching, your flexibility goes back down, but doing a little bit of dynamic stretching increases your flexibility. And same with when they looked at muscle endurance, they showed that the longer dynamic stretching 
you actually dropped off in muscle endurance. Whereas for the shorter dynamic stretching, you didn't drop off in muscle endurance. And the test they used was 70% of one rep max. They did the number of reps to failure on the inclined leg press. And the control actually had the highest muscle endurance, but it was not statistically significant from the short dynamic stretching. And so sort of the conclusion here is that the short period of dynamic stretching, you get an increase in flexibility, but you don't get a decrease in muscle endurance. And actually, if you do too much dynamic stretching, you start to get a decrease in muscle endurance, so you, you're not able to resist the fatigue as well. Um, and if you do the control, which is no dynamic stretching, you don't have the same flexibility. And for cyclists, that could be an issue for maybe a longer race. You start to decrease your flexibility more and more, and you wish you had a little bit more initial flexibility so you could withstand that decrease. Todd, what do you think of this, and uh, what sort of can we glean from it? You know, my favorite part of that study, at least from the results, is that six minutes is what you need to do, which is fantastic, right? Or at least they're about six minutes. I suppose there's some follow-up study that needs to be done that's only three minutes long or something to see if you, know, you can get the same benefit in less time or, you know, it's just not as, you know, maybe there's no there's an improvement from zero. But I, that's just so beautiful because I think we can all find six minutes to warm up and stretch and loosen up. So that's my that's my big takeaway right is it doesn't have to be this elongated really long elaborate stretching program that you do before you get on your bike to get some improvement in flexibility and performance potentially it can just be six minutes which is awesome that's super easy to do two or you know three or four reps of a handful of exercises is fantastic i would just not recommend doing it in your bike shoes yeah, so that's the big sort of limiter for cycling specifically is they have this five-minute jog in advance. So if your shoes are easy enough to take off, you could do five-minute trainer uh, before your race or before your workout and then come back and take your shoes off, put on your joggers if you maybe you can slip them on and do this for six minutes and then, and then put your other shoes back on. Or uh, maybe you could do jumping jacks or jump rope lightly as that five-minute jog or replacement for that five minute jog. So yeah, it's, it is interesting and it's great that it's, it's just so short. It's 11 minutes, the total protocol is 11 minutes and we know that your flexibility increases, your muscle endurance doesn't. And this is a great pathway to what should I do to warm up? That question I think is a big question on a lot of people's minds and especially leading up to a race. For example, for road races, I don't warm up at all. I don't do dynamic stretching, I don't do, anything i just make sure my gear shift and i make sure i have all the food i need and that's because the race is so long i can sort of mm. warm up as everyone's going but for a crit there's also the need to warm up because someone might attack from the gun and you need to be able to handle that attack so it's interesting and and i guess maybe there's even this argument to be doing dynamic stretching every day because of the benefits for your flexibility we know cyclists decrease their flexibility decreases all the time every workout so resisting that with dynamic stretching this could be the influence we need to say okay maybe i should be doing dynamic stretching before every workout yeah i mean i think that also goes to the practice like you play right if you're going to do it before your race then why aren't you doing it and you think that's going to potentially improve your performance why aren't you doing it before your workout if potentially that might improve the results of your workout and those two things go hand in hand right if you get better workouts in then potentially your race day performance improves and and then i think we're back to the original thing this is six minutes or 11 minutes and it's just a great habit to get into to do this dynamic stretching so i think this is uh 
a big sign that, yeah, we should be doing dynamic stretching and it's not even that hard to implement. So that's all we have today for the Prem Lab. Get out there and go ride your bike.